0: As Spare as a Statue Every genre of literature has its own unique merits and its own distinct challenges. Great playwrights, I like to point out, have to be masters of economy. Through nothing but dialogue and a little stage direction to be played out over a few short hours, they have to establish a compelling conflict, take us on a riveting journey to its resolution, give distinct and vibrant life to its players, and, in the end, leave us in contemplation of a potentially life-altering message. To me, it is a task that takes incomprehensible talent, and Ibsen has it. Consider, for example, just how much is conveyed in the very short conversation between Nora and Krogstad. It contains insight into and development of the characters. We learn that Krogstad is a blackguard, capable of blackmail, but we also learn of the desperation that would drive him to do it. We learn more, too, about the connection between him and Christine. He tells Nora, as Christine did, that they knew each other once upon a time, but here we are given a suggestion of some strain in that past relationship, since he surmises that he is being turned out at her urging." We gain a deepened appreciation of Nora's reverence for and devotion to her husband. She is proud of his new and superior position. She threatens to turn Krogstad out if he speaks slightingly of him, and she is certain that if her secret is revealed, he will condemn Krogstad and rally at her side. We also glimpse again that pulling back of the curtain, allowing us to see Nora in a different and more dignified light. She still seems, at times, silly, like when she boasts of her influence over her husband, and then, in the next breath, pleads that she has no influence over him at all. She still seems naive, like when she confesses plainly to her forgery, confident that the law can't condemn her if she did what she did for love. But we also see she is capable of a more somber voice than we might have expected, and at moments, facing her adversary, we see her take a stand. In this same brief space, the plot is advanced and intensified. We felt an immediate apprehension when Krogstad appeared at Nora's house demanding an audience with her husband, because it was revealed to us with subtle efficiency that he was the holder of her debt. Now, the fear underlying that tension is realized, as he compels her to do his bidding by threatening to reveal her secret. And in a riveting twist— we learn just how powerful a weapon he holds. She is guilty not just of taking a loan without her husband's consent, but of the much more serious crime of forging her father's signature. And in a masterful feat of efficiency, we are made to grasp the gravity of her crime with the utterance of a single sentence. But I can assure you that my one false step, which lost me all my reputation, was nothing more or nothing worse than what you have done." Crogstad is at once both Nora's antagonist and her cautionary tale. And simultaneous with all of this, important thematic questions are being raised. Is Nora's crime indeed nothing worse than what Krogstad has done? Does the fact that she committed her crimes to save her husband's life and spare her father's suffering exonerate her of blame? Does, and should, the law care anything about motives? Is she naive to expect nothing more than a disagreeable scene? Ought she to be frightened? Is she as silly as Krogstad thinks? Since it is important to me that we approach the play inductively, taking it in scene by scene, and making only those integrations available to us where we have arrived, I won't suggest any answers, but we should be watching for them. Meanwhile, I enjoy reflecting both on the content of that scene and its masterful construction. Because Ibsen, as the critic I quoted earlier said, has created here a play as spare as a statue, and every line contributes powerfully to its ultimate and grand vision.